the Brand of One podcast, where we dive into the exciting experience of starting and owning a business when you are the business. I'm your host, Danielle Miller, and I'm obsessed with the keys to creating a life you love and making a living doing work that lights you up, helps others, and makes you money. If you're a woman over 40 who is wanting to step boldly and confidently into the role of solopreneur, online educator, coach, influencer, or creative, you're about to enter the no-fluff, practical woo-woo zone in the Brand of One podcast, where you'll learn how to build your personal brand so that you can be seen, be heard, and be profitable while being true to yourself and doing your business your way. Well, hey there, welcome to episode number five in the Brand of One podcast. And today I have a question for you. Do you have clarity over what you're known for? So in other words, if I asked your audience to tell me what it is exactly that you do, would they be able to tell me that easily and succinctly? Or would they kind of struggle and be like, well, I think she does this, but I'm not really sure. Um, I know she's great at motivating people and encouraging people, but I'm not really sure the results that she gets or exactly what, what it is that she does. And if that is you, my friend, today you are in for a treat because I want to dive into how you can get clarity over what it is that you're known for and how you can start to move away from some of these stories that you might be telling yourself about why it's so difficult to uncover your thing, the one thing that makes you an expert, and makes you the go-to person in your field. So this is going to be a good one. I'm really excited for this. Let's dive in. Now, when I talk about clarity over what you're known for, I'm talking about more than just how you make people feel. You may be an amazing motivator, a great encourager. Um, You may have your whole business around empowering people. But what I'm talking about here is what do you want to be known for in terms of the results that you get for people? What is it that you teach them? What is it that helps them transform from where they started when they first heard of you or entered your orbit to where they get to at the end of a journey with you. What happens? This is what you want to be known for. This is how you position your personal brand as the go-to mentor or guide or expert, however you want to um, describe yourself. Or I know some people kind of get really Rochi around the idea of being called an expert, but you can reframe that however you'd like to, um, as a guide, a teacher, a mentor. But what we're focusing on today is really honing in on the one thing that you're known for, because that is how your brand stands out. 
That is how you build trust, you build credibility, and you build your reputation is having an area of expertise that you are known for. And I see, I want to talk about some of the mistakes that I see people making when they are trying to figure out what their thing is and trying to be all things to all people and getting very scattered results. And this, this happened to me when I started out life coaching, I, you know, I, I kind of had a vague idea that I wanted to help people set goals. I wanted to help them achieve the goals they set, but I didn't really have a clear cut idea of what that looked like. I didn't know really, I didn't want to exclude anybody because everybody has goals, right? Everybody has things they want to achieve. And I felt like I could help pretty much anybody get the goals that they were after. First of all, defining them and then achieving them. And I really struggled. I really struggled with attracting the right clients with creating content with knowing what my message was and it wasn't until I had a few pivots and evolutions that I finally honed in on what my thing was and I want to help you do that today it's one of the things that the concept that I dive into in my course message mastery, which will be coming out, which will be opening for enrollment in about a month. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, you're going to get some really good tips and strategies for how you can figure out what your thing is and start talking about it and start attracting the right clients to you. And so Let's dive into some of the reasons why you may not have settled on your one thing and why you really should moving forward, why it's going to be so helpful in your business. It's going to be so helpful in building your status as a personal brand and elevating your brand above everybody else and standing out from the crowd and not being part of all the other noise, but really being your own voice in your space. And one thing that I see that happens a lot is, is for service-based entrepreneurs, we have a lot of passions, right? We have a lot of different interests. We are the, um, and I get for many of you, the multipreneur mindset where there's so many things that you're good at, so many different ways that you can help people that you don't want to exclude anyone. You don't want to, um, not be able to help all the people that you can help. But here's the thing. First of all, you're not meant for everyone. And everyone is not meant for you, meaning that you're not going to work with every single person that you come across. There is something that I like to call an energetic fit, a good fit between you and your client. And the more that you know what your thing is, the more you can attract the right people, the more that you'll be working with clients that really love you, that rave about the results that you get, and then refer you to others. Because that's really key here. If you're someone who doesn't like the idea of doing sales calls or discovery calls or, you know, trying to make that sale in a, in a conversation, 
then referrals do all the work for you. They are the one thing that will help you get clients over and over again because people will rave about the results that they got and they'll say, oh, you have to go, you have to go to Danielle for brand strategy because, you know, my, my brand is so much clearer. I am attracting the right clients and my message is getting out to the people that need to hear it. So, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm just using myself as an example here of how that might work. Um, so getting back to the idea of having lots of, lots of passions, absolutely. It's part, I think of the DNA of an entrepreneur, And it doesn't mean that you can't pursue those other passions, but when you are creating a business, when you are expecting to make an income from your work, people have to know why they should hire you and the results that you get. So they have to know what it is that's your one thing. And I I worked with a client um, here's another example. I worked with a client a few years ago and she had filled out the questionnaire and I was looking at it and reading what her responses were. And when I went to her website and to her social media pages and profiles, it didn't line up at all. I, I didn't get that she was a business coach. I, I got that she, you know, was helping people with social media and, she was talking about Facebook marketing and things like that. And I, I didn't get this sense of her being able to help people build their business. And so you want to make sure that you're not talking about a lot of other different things that you do well, but it's not your one thing. So you want to make sure that you're talking about your content reflects what you want to be known for your content your messaging all tie in together to the one thing that you want to be known for now another thing that i see happen is that people are afraid of boxing themselves in so if i say that i am a brand strategist that's the only thing that i can ever do and that's simply not true but for right now that is my, that's my lane. That's what I really love doing. May it evolve into something else down the road? Possibly it might. And the same is true for you. You may start out as a social media strategist or a coach, and you may find that you, your work evolves more into helping people build their business, but it has to be a natural evolution for you. So in other words, you can't keep pivoting all the time. And this is something else that I see that happens, especially because you have a lot of different interests and passions. Um, Oftentimes I see well-meaning, very well-meaning service-based entrepreneurs start out and, you know, they'll start out in social media and, you know, wanting to work with people around their content and then they'll shift into, okay, well now I'm going to help, I'm going to be a business coach and I'm going to help people build their businesses. And then it it evolves into, well, now I'm going to create online courses and I'm going to be known as an online course creator. And then it's, okay, now I'm going to, I want to be a speaker, so I'm going to focus strictly on that. And what happens is you end up very scattered and people don't know what 
it is exactly that you do. Now, again, this is not about boxing yourself in. This is not about this, that it's the only thing you can ever be known for. But until you build your credibility and your reputation and your audience to a sizable amount, you can't be all things to all people. It's when you've built that trust and credibility in one area that then you can expand and build out from there and naturally evolve your personal brand. So as an example, I love to use Martha Stewart as as an example of this. She's she's one of my idols. I adore her. (laughs) But, you know, you think about her journey and she started out as a caterer. She started out doing lunches and small parties and then she moved into weddings and then she moved into bigger events and then she moved into you know being this lifestyle expert so it wasn't that she started out you know with it's a good thing but she started out as a caterer as as something small that was what she was known for and things grew and evolved in her business and in her personal brand And so that's how you have to think of this as this journey of where you're starting right now. What do you want to be known for right now? And then as your personal brand grows and evolves, that will also grow and evolve. And so how do you get known for your one thing? How how do you figure that out? Well, the first thing you need to do is draw a line in the sand. You have to say, okay, this is what I want to be known for right now. This is what I really enjoy doing. I'm really good at it and I get clients great results. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And you have to talk about it. Like I said before, you've got to show that in your content that you know this topic, that you really are an expert in it and that people need to come to you to get the results that they want. The other thing is to create a methodology. Now this is is going to be a whole other podcast episode at some point, but just briefly think about how you get clients from point A to point B. What does that look like? What is that journey? Where do you start with them? And then what is the next step and the next step? And that becomes your framework or your formula or your system or your methodology. And it's a really key way to help you not only stay focused, but to clearly show the results that you can get for clients because they have a roadmap. They have something to follow that you have proven gets other clients results. So creating that framework or methodology is a really key way to get it out there about what you want to be known for. And you need to talk to your past clients. And if you don't have them, if you're just starting out, colleagues or friends, or when you tell people what it is that you want to be doing, how do they reflect that back to you? What do they think you're known for? And those answers may surprise you. This is an exercise I do with clients, and I ask them to, to do a small survey of some past clients and colleagues, and I'll sit, you know, I'll ask them, go to those clients and colleagues and ask them, what is it that you think I do? And you might get some surprising results from that. And if that's the case, then you need to look back and figure out, okay, is, is this what I want to be known for? Is this, am I on track? Am I on target? 
or do I need to shift in some way because I'm clearly not communicating what it is that I want to be known for, what it is that I want to be an expert in, what it is that I want to uh, have people come to me to get results in. And so that may require a little deeper thought and reflection um, on your part. And finally, talk about what interests you. A lot of times we get stuck in this idea that, you know, we have to be passionate about our work. And I don't, I don't believe that that's the case. I think that you'll be much better served when you are really interested in something and you enjoy to continue to learn about it and to continue to develop your expertise on it um, rather than having it be something that you're, you're passionate about and, you know, you're, you're really, you love, but it may not be the best way to build your business. And I think a great example of that is if you read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, and he talks about a woman who loved, loved baking pies and opened a pie shop. And all of a sudden it became something that she hated. It became something that she went from really loving to do to something that felt draining and not fun anymore. So you want to really consider the idea of what what do I really enjoy doing? What do I really enjoy helping people with? And that can become your one thing, your what you are known for. And then along with that is how do people feel when they have gotten results with you? Do they feel empowered? Do they feel motivated and supported, inspired? Do they feel more in control. You know, those are the things then you start thinking about with how you make people feel when they work with you. But for right now, I want you to focus on what it is that you want to be known for. What is your wheelhouse? What is that thing that you can help clients get results with time and time again. That's really what this comes down to. And if you are starting out and you realize that, you know, you're in the wrong business, it's, you can pivot. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with starting out one way and then realizing, oh, this is not really what I thought it was going to be and making a pivot. But again, you want to be careful of pivoting too much because then people don't have a clear idea of what it is that you do and how that you can help them. And a really great example of that is Amy Porterfield talks about that a lot in her journey that she started out doing Facebook marketing and having a lot of clients. And what she realized is that she was creating a business she did not want. She didn't want to have a bunch of clients who were like mini bosses. She wanted to move into creating courses and helping people in a different way. So it will take some time for you to hone in on your one thing. But asking yourself the question is, what exactly do I want to be known for right now? Right now. And going all in on that one thing, building your reputation, building your credibility, building your expertise, building an audience of 
clients who love you, who talk about you, who want to refer business to you. That's, that's what it means to be known for one thing. That's exactly what you want to have happen um, as you're building your personal brand. So that's, that's what your thing is. That is what your one thing is for today. So I hope you found this helpful and um, that you'll really look at what it is that you want to be known for, um, that you'll think about it with a different lens and perspective now. And I want to encourage you, if you're still feeling a little stuck over this and it feels a little big um, and you're, you're having trouble conceptualizing what this might look like, I want you to head over to daniellemmiller.com and take my free brand personality quiz. It's going to be so eye-opening for you. It's a great resource to helping you hone in on what your one thing might be and how to articulate it and how to start having it show up in your content, in your messaging, in how you connect with your particular dream clients and really figuring out where your line in the sand is. So again, go to daniellemmiller.com, take my free quiz, and I will see you here next week for another episode in the Brand of One podcast.